Welcome to the Get Better Podcast, where I've convinced a seasoned amateur sports better to teach me, and thus you, how to bet on sports. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, tell them about this podcast. Hello. Okay, welcome to episode three of the Get Better Podcast. If you joined us for episodes one and two, um, if not, just to catch you up, I did open an account on my bookie and deposited $200. And in this episode, I double it to 400 by putting all of it on the Raiders to cover the spread versus the Chiefs this week. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is not how we want to start our, our gambling lives here. So <laughs> if, if we bet all of it on the Raiders, maybe, maybe that's fun if we win. But, but what happens if we lose? If we lose the entire bankroll in, in one day? Well, I have a, I would call it a foolproof strategy is I would deposit more money. And this strategy has a genesis, which is when I was 18, I went to Escanaba, Michigan, and they have a casino for where 18 year olds can gamble. And I went with my friend and I took $600 and played blackjack and lost it all in maybe an hour and a half, <laughs> playing like betting like 25 to $50 a hand. Like an 18 year old kid. And this very lucid memory and gut feel of going to the ATM, knowing my friend was doing well and wanted to save like another like six hours and taking out my last $400, which is only a move you can really do when you're 18 and live at home still and have no rent or food to pay for. Yeah, that's true. Ended up breaking even, so I feel like that's a pretty like tried and true solid strategy. Yeah, it is, it is. But I, I'm kind of also seeing a trend. If our our longtime listeners, they know that <laughs> when you were a fourth grader, you bet fifty dollars, and then you're an eighteen year old, and now you're just throwing all the money in the account. So this sounds more like a systemic bankroll management issue. But but that one successful day, I, I can't take that away from you. I will say that eventually there's no more money to withdraw and keep playing with. And that's what we really want to avoid here. I mean, that's probably fair, but at a certain point, I feel like I need to buy a Tesla. So we'll see. Yeah. We, we will get talk me down. Yeah. We will get there a little slower. Now, some people can get there quickly. This is kind of like, am I going to win my, my state lottery to buy my Tesla? Or am I going to save up over a period of time? And winning the lottery would be a hell of a lot more fun. But, but I think we can instead learn, how do I do this the smarter way and maybe save up? So instead of that $200 all going on one game, let's maybe cut it back a little and think about what can still be a, a fun amount, but not eat up too much of our bankroll all at one time. So are you thinking like, what is a, so again, my bankroll is $200 caveat. I can always go deeper. Um, yeah. But if, if we're trying to play to build a bankroll, what is the number that you would look to bet with? Like if I'm, if I, if I wanted to bet like three or four games, what would that number be? Yeah, this is a great question because $200 is a great amount to start with. It's someone who is just starting out like a lot of people are. And you're going to bet three, four games a weekend, NFL. I would say that maybe 10 bucks. And 10 bucks, that's eating up, you know, 
5%. So every game you're betting would be 5% of your bankroll, which is high in percentage ways, but thinking of $200, I think $10 a game is reasonable. And if you're winning over time, by the end of the season, you move on to your next sport, you're going to now be up to 20 bucks a game type of thing. So, so I say 10, but don't ever be too afraid to go a little higher. Don't go way higher. So what I mean by that is you see that game you really like, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I know Aaron 49ers fan, let's say 49ers, they're playing the dolphins and uh, they're a nine point favorite. So if you know Garoppolo's coming back this week, which he is, they're going to beat the Dolphins. They are opening a can on these fools. Don't be afraid to maybe bet 20 bucks. And what I would say is never go more than double what your standard unit size is. So okay. if, if you're betting 20 bucks now and there's one that you just love, maybe double it. You could do 40. If you're doing 10, go to 20. Uh, but you get it. Don't ever see one that is too good to be true. I'm putting all of it down on this one. This is where something we talked about before online poker and watching it and the, the thrill of all in that can't be in your vocabulary in sports betting. You you never want to be all in in sports betting. It's uh, too much exposure. They call it. There's a a buzzword in gambling exposure that you don't, you don't want to have too much risked on one side ever. Gotcha. Basically I should be betting within, I would say probably like five to 20 bucks, probably right per game. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a great amount. And I I mean, honestly, like for me starting out 200 bucks, isn't going to, if I lose all of it, it's not going to like destroy me. If I wanted to slowly build and kind of like, like football, I know I I watch football a little bit, but let's say like a sport I don't know very well. Would you kind of then advise betting more conservatively? Yeah. And what you said about $5, that's perfect because sometimes you want to take a big underdog and you don't always have to bet $10. If you're taking a big dog, maybe go five because you're going to get a bigger payout than usual. If that dog wins a little less, you know, exciting, you're not hitting the huge bankroll, but definitely when you're starting a new sport, go smaller and track yourself. And that's something we're going to talk about this episode a little later on is how to track yourself appropriately so that you can use your experience and see what you're good at, what you're struggling at, uh, really where are your opportunities. So before we get into bet tracking, um, just kind of touching on what kind of bet I should place. So again, keeping with my lottery ticket, Las Vegas Raiders, I'm looking at I can bet on the spread, I can bet on the money line or the total. Is there a a recommendation or something that you bet more frequently than not, something you avoid avoid entirely? Yeah, that's a great question, Aaron. And these are, when you watch any of the typical American sports, these are going to be your three options. <clears throat> you got spread, minus 11, plus 11. Money line is straightforward. That's just who wins. And the total, how many total points are scored in the game? So there's not really a right or wrong here, but some things that I have found success in. Don't bet the money line of a favorite. It, like it, it can be tempting to say, well, the Chiefs are definitely going to beat the Raiders, but those are at 1.16 odds. So if you bet $10, you're going to win $1.60. Um, <laughs> even, even a responsible gambler will say that wasn't worth your time. So, so avoid money lines on a huge favorite. 
So on that top, I feel like whenever I hear Floyd Mayweather's name and he's not boxing or hitting a spouse or child, <laughs> um, he's betting a ton on a favorite and taking – like he's betting like a million dollars on to win like $300,000. Is that kind of what he's doing? Exactly what he's doing. And what you see a lot of times – and this is something if you are ever like looking on Twitter or the internet at buying picks, which is something we'll cover in future episodes – it's where a lot of people win a bet to show off. And someone that does that, it's not necessarily always a bad bet if there's value, but for a recreational better, you're not going to, it's not a long-term strategy. Like it'll take that one loss and you'll have to win six or seven games. And even though they're favorites, six or seven in a row is going to be tough. So Floyd Mayweather is a perfect example of a guy who is, more style than substance. And these type of bets, that's exactly what they are. It's flashy. You can risk a lot more, feel safer about it. You might look smart when the Chiefs beat the Raiders, but anyone who's actually betting knows that you're not making money long-term by just betting on these obvious ones, hoping that you're not the one that gets upset this week. So another trend that I like, or especially in the NFL, that's been true the past few years, if you are going to bet an underdog, and take the spread. So let's say you are still going to bet Vegas Raiders plus 11, albeit at a responsible amount. I would say put 80% of your bet on the spread and 20% of it on the money line. And where I'm going with this is a lot of times the Raiders are going to lose and they're going to lose by seven. You win your spread Mm -hmm. bet, but if they keep it close, have some on the money line. And if you feel like a dog has a chance to cover the spread, sprinkle a little bit on the money line. And what we're seeing in the past few years, in the NFL, there's a cliche phrase, the spread is dead. And what that means is when an underdog covers, they're winning for the most part. And the, the parody of the NFL, like we see it every year, teams go up and down so fast, unless you're, you know, Browns, Lions, then, then you just stay down. But, but it, the parody is there. And a team like the Raiders versus the Chiefs, not only do you have a ton of points, this is a divisional game. Divisional games always favor the underdog because statistics are going to look at the Chiefs are pushing uh, this many yards, this many points, the Raiders allow this much. The divisional element, they're just so much more familiar. So I would say divisional games lean towards the dog. And if you're going to bet the underdog, sprinkle maybe 20% of your bet on the money line. And that's just going to, it's a little bit of a way to get that bigger payday. Like we were talking about, it's exciting, but, but this is what I would really look at. And then one more note, the totals, what you're going to see a lot on the totals are numbers around a touchdown. So what I mean by that is Raiders chiefs, the over under is 55 and a half and 56 is a number reachable by touchdowns. Don't think too much into 49 and a half. I'm scared off because what if there's only 49 points when the extra point changed, the whole game changed and teams go for two a lot more often. So those Mm -hmm. key numbers of seven, 14, 10, they're a little bit more variable than they ever were before. Okay. So I guess then I guess my next question would be tracking. How do I, like, what is an intelligent way for me to bet and then see over a period of time how I'm doing or if I have potential blind spots that I am betting too much on 
the Raiders or the yeah. like a dog or a favorite? Like, what does that look like, or how do you track your bets? Yeah, this is a great question, and it's something that, from my experience, from people that I know, it's more easily easier said than done type of thing. But it okay. is completely necessary because if all you are doing is looking at your account balance, you don't know why am I up, why am I down, uh, what's really behind this. So what I would say is, is something as simple as a Google Sheet and just put your bets down. Now, what I like to do is put down the sport, NFL, uh, the bet type, spread. Am I betting on dog, favorite? home, away, anything that you would want to be able to track, just put it in a different column in your Excel sheet. Now, from the Get Better podcast, one of the things that I want to be doing is sharing examples of how I can give you different options for tracking. So in the coming weeks on our social media page, I'm going to be posting a couple different samples of Google Sheets. You'll be able to download, start using them, there will be a little bit of a guide on the front of these sheets. So it teaches you how to use a little bit of it and track by sport, bet type, bet amount. Um, you know, bet amount, maybe if you realize every time I go 20 bucks, I'm winning. I am really nailing these, these bets that I'm more confident in. Really, mm -hmm. any way that we could find value, that's how we want to set up the sheet. So, so I know it might sound complicated now, but once we share this on uh, – probably on our social media pages, and you can download it for yourself. It's really straightforward in how to use it. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I, I definitely am not a huge fan of Excel. I can use it, but I always appreciate when someone better than me kind of lays the foundation for me. So thank you for doing for sure. that. Um, I'll kind of, since I'm, since I'm the student with the listeners, um, I'll be posting my tracker and kind of try, you can kind of follow along my betting journey. Um, and I know I've talked a lot about the Raiders, but I think for all intents and purposes, I think I want my first bet to be on the Cowboys minus eight versus the Giants. Um, watch a lot of football. And again, Matt, you're the, by far the experts, so feel free to jump in, but the Cowboys are putting up points and the Giants are not great with Saquon Barkley and now they're without him and like any kind of receiving weapon that I can see. Um, I think that's going to be probably the bet I want to make for my first bet. I think that's a really smart bet, Aaron. And the number on this one at the time of betting is minus eight. And what that means, mm -hmm. you can kind of read between the line here. They made it more than a touchdown. So the mm -hmm. odd setters here in the market, is saying minus eight more than a touchdown. They're trying to entice you to bet the Giants. Like, like they're they're trying to make it look more appealing. Thinking, well, I get more than a touchdown. It, we're not falling for it. And you're exactly right. <laughs> the, the Giants are bad. I don't care if they have Saquon Barkley in or not. They were going to get smoked here anyway. I mean, Dak Prescott right now is throwing for like 400 yards a game. So it, yeah. he's getting it done, and this is even without Elliott. Now, they did lose um, Tyron Smith for the season. That was announced today, mm -hmm. but I don't think it matters. The Giants aren't rushing the passer at all. They're not protecting Danny Dimes, which is looking more like Danny Nichols. Um, so <laughs> I, I think this is a great first bet. 
And on your odds, you see minus eight. And what are the odds or the juice you're paying on that? Uh, 1.95. Excellent. So if you're going to bet 10 bucks, Cowboys cover the spread. They win by more than eight. You would win $9.50. So your $200 bankroll would now be $209.50. Oh, baby. Yep. Yeah, it is the the, the baby steps. But what we're gonna find one, it sounds small. Once you learn enough about betting and become a you know loud and proud degenerate like me, you are you're betting every day. And there's different sports you're betting. So so that little, if I could make nine dollars a day in sports betting, great. Because eventually I'm gonna be betting more, and I'll be making ninety dollars a day, nine hundred dollars a day. That you get this foundation. And that bankroll is slowly going to grow. So this is a great first bet, Cowboys minus eight. So just to recap, I'm not going to spend all my bankroll on on the Raiders. I've been I've been talked down effectively uh, with logic, so thank you for that. But I'm also going to start tracking my bets, and Matt's going to provide me a tracker that he'll also share with you guys through our social media. Um, but look forward to that, and then you can also kind of follow along with me and, and kind of see what, what Matt's helping me bet on and how I'm doing. For sure. Yeah, this all sounds great. I hope you guys are getting into it too. Uh, this tracker is going to help all of us turn that pizza money into steak money. <laughs>